leading message is brought to you by Faith Family Church. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Everyone say the kingdom. Say it again. Say it again. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Matthew 6 10. Let's begin from verse 9. In this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. Amen. John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him Most assuredly I say to you Unless one is born again He cannot see the kingdom of God Verse 10 Jesus answered Most assuredly I say to you Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. In the past uh, weeks, and this whole year, we are focusing on the kingdom of God, the king and his kingdom. The kingdom of God, the reign of God, the authority of God, down here on the earth. And when Jesus said, your kingdom come, so in other words, you're looking at everything that is going on in heaven. The presence of God, the life of God, so much that is in heaven coming down here on the earth. When we talk of the kingdom of God coming down, at times we look at the power. We want the healing power, delivering power, God to bless us, and many of those things. That could be part of the kingdom, and it is part of the kingdom. However, the kingdom of God is so broad. So you look at the kingdom culture, and many things that we are going to be covering as we get to understand Stand the kingdom of God. So we began to look at the kingdom culture. In other words, how does the kingdom behave? What's the life of the kingdom? Those who are in the kingdom, how do they behave? How do they live? How do they conduct themselves? What is the life of the kingdom? 
kingdom of God. So we wanted to understand more of the kingdom by looking at its culture. And so we, 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 covered, we covered the part of priorities in the kingdom of God every kingdom must have priorities first things first second things second so we looked at what the Bible says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. We looked at values. What are the values of the kingdom of God? And we also looked at behaviors. Behaviors. Amen. Amen. And behavior was the last thing that we looked at. Those in the kingdom, how do they behave? Culture is revealed by how we behave. When you are looking at a Muganda or a Munyankole or um, someone from Acholi, they have a certain way they behave. Amen. Amen. Behavior. So you look at someone's behavior and you come to know which culture are they part of. For example, in the kingdom of God, you look at the respect for parents respecting elders, respecting teachers, law enforcement, respecting those in authority. And all this is biblical. When you read Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 it says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. So, those who are in the kingdom of God, those who have the kingdom of God within them, you look at their behavior and it talks of whether they are part of the kingdom of God or not. Amen. Amen. So, respect. Respect to parents. Respect to those in authority. 
you cannot pray. You cannot serve God. You cannot talk so much. Talk in the spirit and so on and so forth. And then when it comes to parents, you don't respect the parents. When it comes to those in authority, because they are not saved, they are nothing. So because for you, you have the spirit, so you don't respect them. That is not a kingdom culture. So, men, the reason why we are dealing with a kingdom culture is that the kingdom of God for it to take over the land to have influence, to dominate those who are in the kingdom the way they behave promotes the kingdom or causes the kingdom not to be accepted or not to have to cause the kingdom not to have influence on the land. Amen. Amen. So the outward behavior of someone expresses what is in the heart expresses what is in the heart. Unhealthy behaviors is a sign of unhealthy culture. Amen. Amen. So, if we are in the kingdom of God, we display behaviors that reflect who we are in God. The next point, relationships. Relationships. People reveal their culture but their relationships. Who and how they relate to as a nation or as a family, or as a people, as well as their nature and character of their personal and interpersonal relationships. Relationships. When you talk of culture, kingdom culture, you have to talk of relationships. Those in the kingdom, how do they relate with one another? How do they relate with people on the outside? What is their interpersonal relationships? Interpersonal relationships in the worldly culture is often characterized by superficial and selfish tendencies. In the world, you find people who are relating and the relationship is superficial or it's all about self-centeredness. What do I 
get what do I get from you it's not about valuing everyone valuing others people would accommodate you at times so that they may fulfill their emotional desires or professional needs or sexual needs that is in the world. But in the kingdom of God, kingdom culture always puts others ahead of self. Others ahead of self. And, and, and puts love above everything else. Amen. Amen. That's the kingdom culture. So the kingdom culture, you don't only look at yourself. You, you don't only push your agenda. But you're looking at everyone. You're looking at promoting everyone. And Jesus put it this way. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. This is what he said. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. 37. And this is the second, the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Unconditional and unselfish love is, is the single and greatest distinguishing factor of the kingdom culture. Unconditional love. Unselfish love. At times people are going to love you. People are going to say that they love you. Either because of what you do for them. Or because of what you want from them. Selfishness. And so that is not part of the kingdom culture. So where you find a believer wherever they are either at home at the workplace in the schools in wherever on the streets or whatever you see them displaying a life of love. A life of taking care of others. A life of unconditionally being mindful of other people. John chapter 13, verse 33. John 13, 30. Let's read 34. A new commandment I give you that you love one another. 
As I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, Amen. So, this is a kingdom culture. Amen. Amen. You come to church. You, 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 you praise the Lord. You hear the word. And then you just walk away. You, you don't greet anyone. You're not interested in other people. You are all by yourself. That's, that's not life. That's not how the kingdom of God behaves. So, relationships must be healthy. Must be healthy within the family of God and even outside. Jesus one time said, if you love those who are of your own and you don't love those on the outside what difference will it make? Amen. Amen. So we believers on top of God touching you blessing you delivering you healing you and giving you a job and so many things there is your life, the way you behave, the way you relate with people, the way you relate within the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. These kingdom principles of love, humility, and self-regard for others, apply to every human relationship without exception or limitation. Love, humility, regard for others. Regard for others. Amen. Amen. Someone may be part of others and then they just do their own things. They just walk away. Um, I cannot just leave home. And I go and spend a night somewhere. And I don't inform my family. Or I travel. And I've not informed them. It, it cannot be. So, when it comes to people who are part of you, at times some of us, we will look at church as in, don't get involved in my personal life. I, I will come to church. I will pray. If I don't come, if I just do my own things, it's none of your business. That's not the kingdom culture. You, you are, people love you. You have a responsibility to let them know what's going on around you. Because they can 
be worried. They are concerned about you. If they don't see you around, they begin to wonder what has happened to so and so. And at times they want to find out what's going on. So when you regard others, when I do this, how is it going to affect my other people, my other friends, those that we relate with? If I tell this person this word, what will they think? How will they affect them? The actions that I do, the things that I do, the decisions I make, how are they going to affect the people around me? Relating with others is very, very important. Amen. Amen. And it begins with us as believers. This is part of the kingdom culture. We have to build it. We have to establish it in our lives. Amen. Amen. It is part of you. You have to cultivate it. You have to see fruit coming forth. Number five. Morality. Morality. One of the clearest indicators of the nature and health of a culture is the moral climate it encourages. The moral climate. Um, Exodus chapter 20 verse 13 to, to 19 Exodus 20 verse 13 you shall not murder you shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Nor his male servant. Nor his female servant. Nor his ox. Nor his donkey. Nor anything that is your neighbor's. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3. But fornication and all uncleanness, all covetousness, let it be known be mentioned among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Verse 5. 
For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an adulterator has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Amen. Amen. Um, Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 Now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okusinze bifana nyokuloga, obulabe okuyomba, obuja, obusungu, empaka, okwe ya ura, okwe salamu, etima, obutamivu, ebinyumu, nebilingebio, nsoko kubabu ulira kwebio, ngabwe na soko kubabu ulira nti, abako lebilingebio, tebali sikira wakabaka wakatonda. Verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Amen. Amen. So it is very, very clear in the Bible when it comes to those who are in the kingdom of God. What are their morals? What do they value most? What do they do? So over the other side, in the other kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, so you find all sorts of things which are acceptable. So in the kingdom of God, you don't find what the Bible has just described. So the way someone lives the things they do, they can depict what kind of culture they are in. Amen. Amen. And one of the things that this nation and Africa needs to see is kingdom citizens that rise and live as kingdom citizens. There are so many believers in Uganda. So many believers in Africa. If it came to prayer, I believe there is no continent that prays like the African continent. I believe that Uganda. Uganda. When it comes to prayer, Uganda holds almost the number one position. Uganda But when you look at us, when you look at our environment, 
Society is not changing. The life of the society is not changing. Why? Because of this issue of culture. So many Christians. 80% Christianity in Uganda. But the change, the effect of this Christian life on the land is very, very limited. Very limited. Why? Because we have not focused on the kingdom culture. We have not focused on the kingdom. We want to get things from God. We want God to bless us. We want God to use us. We want the anointing and so many things. But when it comes to representing Christ in our day-to-day living, we fall so short. Number six. Ethics. Ethics. Ethics is defined as rules of, of behavior. I know that uh, the Luganda language, there are certain words which are almost the same. There's behavior, there are morals, and there's ethics. They're almost the same. But ethics is defined as rules, rules of behavior based on ideas about what is morally good and bad. Moral principles that govern a person, a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity. So you talk of ethical standards. Many of, you, many of you in some of your professionals, um, like the medical profession, or um, lawyers, different professions, they have what might be called ethical conduct. A doctor must behave like this. This and this and this should not be found in a doctor. Or a lawyer must do this and this and this. Ethics. We, we have an entire ministry in government Government Ministry of Ethics and Integrity. They are trying to deal with uh, conduct of people or, of society and other things. You look at corruption. Someone becomes corrupt because their ethical standards are of the world. In the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, and believers, must believers 
must not involve themselves in corruption. Bribery and all sorts of things. It's, it's, it's part of the worldly culture. It's not part of the kingdom culture. Amen. I know that when you look at a nation Uganda, and some of these things are almost embedded in our in the fabric of the life of this nation. And you find that believers entrusted with positions out there, they let Christ down because we take on the culture of the world. So we do all those things and then we come and worship God, we come and pray, we come and uh, be touched by God in one word or the other. But then there are things we have not dealt with. The kingdom culture. So the kingdom culture will deal with so many things how the kingdom citizens behave in the land. So when you talk of the kingdom of God influencing the nation, you're not only prophesying to the nation, and that is impact, but you're talking of living. How do these believers live out there? In their families, neighborhoods, at the workplace, in schools, in church, in other, everywhere. Of course, church people can sit in church and they're like angels. They, are, looks, they look so holy, ready to go to heaven. But as soon as you say amen, the grace is over. Certain things begin to come out of us. They can even come out when it is within the church environment or or out there. Praise the Lord. Ethics. You look at at times in the business world, you pay for something and you don't get the right thing. Or you buy something and you use it for one day and it, it blows up. You 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 go out there, you 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 pay for something to eat, and that test is not what you've paid for. And the people who who are selling or doing all sorts of things, they know. They know. So they are, you're paying your money, but you're not getting the right service. And that is an ethical challenge. Praise the Lord. Failure to deliver what you have promised. Taking advantage, taking advantage of people's ignorance or inexperience of people either by charging them more than what uh, um, the real uh, thing 
But of course, when you don't work, but you are on a job, and at the end of the month you are paid, and you know you didn't work, and you know that some days you didn't work, and, and no one knew. That is an ethical challenge. Your ethics as a person. Someone pays you and you know that you don't deserve that pay. Kingdom culture means that you treat everyone with fairness. Equality dignity and worth. It means doing an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. It means being honest in all of your dealings with others. It means being true to one's word. Even if it is to your personal detriment. At times, uh, people go to work late. And they are working. They have a job. They report late. And they don't care. They leave late. I mean, they leave early. And they don't care. So believers don't behave like that. So that's why we talk of the kingdom culture. When it comes to ethics, how does the believer behave? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Ethics. Lastly, um, that I want to bring out for now, dress. The dress code. The dress code. Style of dressing. You would know which culture someone is in by looking at how they dress. In the Western world, you're going to find people, but nowadays it's not only in the Western world, but even in the African world. African world. You find people who dress provocatively. Someone is dressed up, almost all the breasts are popping out. The, the, the stomach, um, everything is almost showing. 
we cannot talk about kingdom culture and we don't talk about these things. Because we are in the kingdom of God. The dress code. If you want to be respected, you dress respectfully. Respectfully. You're going to find that in certain professions or careers, people have to dress in a certain way. The dress, the dressing is one way of glorifying God or honoring God. You can accurately reflect the standards of God. Or you can accurately reflect your status as a member of God's family. Praise the Lord. You walk through Kampala and you are dressed in a certain way. You go through the old park or the new park, whatever. And all those men over there, if you are a lady, see how people disturb you. Call you all sorts of names. Shout at you and this and the other. Simply because of the dressing. Now that may be either someone is saved or not. But such a thing can happen So we as believers, when we dress up, and it is not only ladies, but even men, when men dress up, it can reflect whether they are really part of God's family or not. So, modest dressing can reflect what part of kingdom you are on or you are in. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you in the kingdom of God or in the kingdom of the world? Yes, the culture of the world is going to tell you don't to my staff. That's not the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, when God walks with you, when he walks with you out there, is he going to be embarrassed? Or not? When he walks with you, let's say he's there walking with you, and then the people around you, or the people that you meet, what they say and what they do, will either embarrass God, for you, you may not be embarrassed. Because you might say, oh, everyone is doing this. But you are not everyone. For you, you are a citizen of God's kingdom. Amen. Amen. And so that distinction is there. Of kingdom citizens and the citizens of the other world. Are we together? Kingdom culture. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Um, we will continue with this as we bring up more points next Sunday. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
I pray Nsaba. that God will help each one of us to develop Okuzimba. and to bring out that life. That life that represents which part of the kingdom you are on, you are in. God is kingdom and not the kingdom of the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Stand up on your feet. When you want to be like Jesus, what would, it, what would that really mean? When you want him to be your number one, what would that really mean? Praise the Lord. Amen. Where you find a people that have developed a kingdom culture, you are going to find a tangible presence of God. There. Tangible presence of God. Because God is not ashamed of being there. So thy kingdom comes. So you look at your family. Your workplace. Everywhere. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Prayer. Is what enforces the kingdom of God. Greatly. Amen. And so I want us to pray right now. I want us to talk to God. Thank you for listening. We hope you are blessed. For more information, you can look us up on Facebook. May the Lord